Yes. Buenos noches, my professional wrestling amigos, and welcome to this, your latest dose of... La Guerra de la Mitad de la Semana. Yes, yeah, sir. The, I'm happy we get the sexy one. <laughs> this is the really loosely translated, loosely translated to the midweek war. I am your host, your pal in the mainstream media. We are here to talk about Lucha Underground with my two buddies from Texas. It's almost Mexico, so you can know for a fact that these two guys know exactly what they're talking about. So first of all, <laughs> let's meet the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. Hello, Eamon. Hi. Hi guys, yeah, I, I know exactly what I'm talking about. Being being like maybe uh, about a mile away from the the Gulf of Mexico, so hey, who knows? He practically is Mexico. Yo soy Mexico. All right, and also joining us from the WrestlingRevolution.com, we've got Antonio Garza, El Heel Garza for short. Hola amigos. Uh I just realized that the Tex-Mex Express is writing again. Eamon Payton, Antonio Garza, the Tex-Mex Express. Eamon Payton being the widest name possible for somebody in the Tex-Mex Express. <laughs> we'll go with that. Uh, so here's how it works, folks. We, we give a word, we give a good, we give a bad, we give a change, and we deliver it to you. So let's start out by Can giving you the un palabra. Un palabra. For Lucha Underground and Garza, let's start with you this time. Uh, my una palabra is going to be medallion because this was a medallion field show. It was indeed very appropriate, Eamon. Uh Death. It's been known to happen. It's been known to happen. <laughs> possibly, possibly many deaths. Uh, somewhere in the around the range of a thousand. <laughs> no doubt. All right. Um, well, how about a bueno, Eamon? What you got for your bueno this week? My bueno, there was a lot of good this week on, on Lucha. Uh, I I love the uh, the end. I love the uh, stare down with uh, uh, Prince Puma and Mila Muertes leading into Ultima Lucha. I'm excited for Ultima Lucha in general. But, uh, yeah, that was really great. I love the... Uh, it... it those kind of those kind of seg- it's like you immediately think like oh they're ending with like a, a talking segment like like that's kind of lame or whatever that's like something Raw would do but it was really great and and uh, Conan got beat up by the disciples of death and and shoved in a in a casket and yeah I'm excited I'm very excited Garza what you got I'm gonna give my good to that we're finally getting back uh, some King Cuerno in our in our lucha on the ground. Yeah, he hadn't been on TV for a while, and I was starting to miss him. But uh, he's back, and he now has some medallion. That's so, better than nothing. That that match with Killshot is really good. Really yeah, good I, I want to see those guys go longer. <laughs> yeah, going back to um, that final segment. Um, first of all, the one thing that jumped out to me. Dario Cueto losing complete control of his own show. Yes. As Katrina's going out of the steps, what are you doing here? <laughs> What's happening? Just, <laughs> I know, just like... That was, that was almost before, as, 
That was before he uh, delivered the amazing line of, uh, I can cut the tension in half with a machete. <laughs> and then laughing at his own joke. I love it. I just, I love it so but I always find myself kind of wondering, like, don't you know how wrestling shows work, Dario? This is exactly what happens. <laughs> I don't know what he expected from a, like a face-off. Like, it's not a contract signing, it's not a debate, it's just straight up a face-off, I mean... It's also, also, neither of them speak, so... Yeah. <laughs> I know, like, two guys staring at each other. I don't know if it was, like, maybe if they would have had, like, a photographer there to take a picture, like, that would have been, like, a thing. This is this is for the poster, guys! He wants we to need do something for the uh, promo package. Yeah, he wants to do some of those uh, Japanese poses right, right before the match with the title and the flowers. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we're just going to do it three weeks early. Um, <laughs> i tell you what else is awesome. Um, Conan, standing by his man, because I don't know about you guys, but anytime they get into that realm where Prince Puma's getting beaten up and Conan's kind of like, you're waiting to see what Conan's going to do, your your fears, your all your senses are tingling because you're just waiting for Conan to, to turn on him. But he didn't do it! He didn't I'm do excited. it. He stood by his guy. I'm excited because in, if we're taking the casket into into play, and I think Matt Stryker kind of like... Like alluded to it on commentary. Like I mean, I, I they're gonna open the casket and we're gonna have like 1995 Conan again. <laughs> like I, I, I really want to see that. It's supposed to you yeah. know, make him. Max Mood. I was the prize. <laughs> they open it up and Max Mood comes out with his jetpack. Then I don't know. <laughs> Good luck with that, folks. Like in the Simpsons episode, he's just gonna fly Puma away before No More just kills him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Be amazing. All right, um, let's do our uh, Malo. Where are we? Uh, who should go first? Um, Eamon, you're first, first with your Malo. Uh, my bad for this week. I don't know. There's really a bad uh, uh, for the most part. Um, not really a bad, but uh, I, I haven't been really feeling... I, I want more character development for Devari. Uh, I, 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 his match with Bengala is good. Uh, I, I just... I don't know. I just kind of want more character development with him. I feel like because the Tejano thing's done, you know, he's got Big Rick with him, uh, and I, I don't know. I've, I'm, I, I think they will have something for him, but I'm just interested to see what that will be. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued, but uh, I just want to see a little bit more from Davari. How about you, Garza? Uh, my bad this week, my Malo. And it hurts me to say it, but it was the Vampiro Pentagon Jr. segment. Oh! Uh, like, the segment itself was good, but what really, really, like, pissed me off is that in one move, Vampiro knocked out Pentagon Jr. And I was like, eh, you know, maybe Pentagon Jr. is not going to be, like, that amazing in the match. So, I, I, I don't know, like, I, I don't know why... I just wish it would have been like just one shot, but the the segment itself was good. It was just the end. I would have, yeah, I I agree. I would have preferred like a like a pull apart sort of brawl instead of like just Vampiro hitting him with a move. Yeah, or just like Pentagon just going you know going chicken and just ducking out of the ring and yeah. hightailing it, it. I mean, even just take the 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 choke slam. But then, kind of like roll out of the ring or something, just like not a straight up knockout, and Vampiro go celebrate with people. Yeah, yeah. And he like had him in like the uh, he had him like set up for like forever. For I'm like yeah. Pentagon, grab the arm, grab the arm, Pentagon. I don't know. It was a case of like 
like Pentagon was like surprised he accept he'd accept or whatever, but I don't know. But uh, yeah, I I agree. I I think yeah, I I'm I'm excited for the match still, but like yeah, I, I think they could have done it a bit differently. Let's move on to our combio. What we change, Garza? What you got for a, a combio this week? Uh, my combio is uh, going back to the Daibari Bengala match. I wouldn't have given the the medallion to Bengala, and like nothing against him, but we really don't know anything about Bengala. Uh, so I don't know. I, I felt like like to this point, I thought Bengala was kind of like a jobber. I, I feel mm-hmm. that. Like even Arhenis or Mascarita Sagrada deserve a medallion more than Bengala, so I, I would just give it, have given it to anyone else, like anyone, like Marty the Moth. Well, I was gonna say, would you have given it to Marty the Moth? Yeah, but Marty the Moth had his chance. Yeah, he had his chance. He, he, was, he had a couple chances. Didn't he have two chances? He had two chances. Yeah, he. Oh yeah, he did have two chances. Do you mind if I call you sexy? <laughs> He's such a fucking creep. I had to sneak that in. It's yeah. so weird. All right, Eamon. Uh, my my change is a very small one, and it's from the ben, uh, from the Bengala Davari match, uh, and it's post the match uh, because Matt Striker was so pleased with himself when Bengala won. Uh, <laughs> what he said was, uh, "The cat's out of the bag." Bengala the, the was what's the what's the phrase? Bengala's the uh, the, the cat's but, meow. You know, something uh, something of the litter. Uh, it was a perfect win. The pick of the litter. <laughs> pick of the litter. He said, yeah, yeah, the cats out of the bag, Bengal is the pick of the litter. And I was just like, you are way too proud of that man's job. <laughs> <laughs> he, he worked in something about uh, changing his stripes, too, at some point. He was all over the cat puns during that match. It was yeah, pretty yeah. funny. Hey, hey, you know what? As long as Strecker doesn't do it in every match, I, I kind of enjoy it. Cause, yeah, no, I, I, I don't mean to knock it too much, yeah. But, uh, no, that's my only change. Because this was a, a great episode, I thought. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And there was a lot of stuff this episode. We got, like, we kind of aforementioned the, the Sexy Star stuff. Sexy Star beating Yeah, let's talk about Sexy, sc- sexy like Star seconds. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was honestly surprised she beat Superfly that quickly. Yeah, yeah me too. I kept getting like I'm always been puzzled by like Superfly. I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess they just keep I, I, giving I more of him, and I'm like, and now I'm like finally ready to accept him and accept like a big match between him and Sixty Star, and she just wipes him out, and I'm like, oh, I guess he was nothing. All right, forget that. I I I, I guess like like I like the fact that he sh- like what finished him off was like I think it was like some arm submission, so maybe it was like playing up to the fact that like Pentagon broke his arm, but uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, it was cool. Uh, uh, it was cool for Sexy Star. Uh, I, I think, you know, that and the match with Mari the Moth both really good. Um, yeah, I, 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 I was... I, I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see... The medallion thing is getting very interesting because we got a lot of different people uh, uh, with these medallions. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, what, do, what do you guys think those medallions do? I mean, I'm I'm interested definitely, but I I can't specifically think of what it what it means. They're really playing up the fact. I mean, they 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 have to play it up, I guess. But like, they're playing up the fact that Phoenix won one, but he's been basically killed in a sense by uh, Mil Muertes. So I'm wondering if that's going to basic that something with that's going to kind of you know play into. The, 
what the reveal, I guess, of what the what the medals or what the medallions mean. And they keep mentioning the word immortality whenever they do it. Whenever they're talking about the medallions, it's always about immortality. And you know, in like in Lucha Underground, all bets are off. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you can't beat them once they have a medallion. Maybe it's like the Ark of the Covenant, and they they can't be stopped now. Or I don't know. Once you have them all, you become your guys straight. Once you have them all, you become Hulk Hogan. Maybe, <laughs> brother. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe Vampiro had one tucked in his back pocket, and that's why Pentagon couldn't do anything against him. Maybe, yeah. They also they also mentioned the fact that like Marty Marty mentioned that there was a moth on the on the medallions. So it's a direct descendant of his uh, Aztec tribe. family, or his tribe. Um, but I, I wonder if that's going to also play into it a bit. Um, I, I I have a feeling, and they haven't personally announced this yet, but I'm, I'm feeling like there's going to be a big match with all the medallion winners at uh, Ultima Lucha. Because it seems like everyone who doesn't have a story is getting the medallions. Yeah. Yeah, and then so they fight, like, and then... What, then the winner gets all the medallions? Maybe And then they not. combine them, and then they ascend. I think that's going to gonna eventually the happen. Uh, a unification match for all the medallions, but uh, I think OTM Lucha is going to be way too soon for that. I, I don't know. I, I think uh, the hint that whoever has the medallions is stronger than Matanza will eventually come to play. But uh, yeah. I, I think that should be something for, like, mid-season two. That could be it, too, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I've been really happy with the build uh, up till, And then, like I said, we, we're three weeks away from Ultima Lucha, and we have, like, six matches announced. Like, that's kind of yeah. awesome, you know? And I'm kind of like, I mean, if they're only going two hours with this Ultima Lucha, I mean, that seems like plenty, like, I don't really think they need more. Maybe they will give us another match or two. Um, but I feel like I've got the full course meal already. And uh, you're right. I'm, kind of, I'm pretty fired up. It's going to be exciting to see how this thing all plays out. Because everything that well, I fortunately remained relatively spoiler-free on Lucha Underground, but those who have been sworn to secrecy and those who are there speak very highly of how this whole thing is going to play out. So it's, mm-hmm. it fills me with a lot of confidence heading into this thing. There's still a lot of the top guys that don't have matches for Ultima Lucha. Like Cage and King Perno, like they don't have matches yet, so mm-hmm. we we should be getting something else. I, I'm, I'm hoping we see some... I, I, I'm hoping... Because I know Cuerno has his medallion, but I'm hoping we see something with Cage and, uh, and the Mac, because it seems like that's sort of like some unfinished business mm-hmm. there. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm... I'm there's a lot of people that you can definitely fill into different matches and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Um, I think I know where you guys are going to be going with this, but let's find out where you rank Lucha Underground this week. Out of the four Wednesday Out of the four, it is numero uno for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is, it is really great. Uh, Lucha is the show that everyone should be watching. No doubt. That's right. Garza? Yeah, yeah. for me, it's number uno, too. Uh, even when they're not trying, which, which on the ground is amazing. <laughs> it's just effortless. Yeah. <laughs> they make it look so easy. Yeah, definitely numero uno this week. You guys should all be watching Lucha Underground, and if you haven't been watching Lucha Underground, you should be binging that right now, just like some of our friends in the uh, Wrestling Mayhem show 
who are just cramming so that they're ready for Ultima Lucha. I know Sorgatron is on some massive binge fest. I don't know how far he is or if he's caught up yet. Do you know, guys know if Sorgatron caught up yet? I'm not sure. Exactly. I've I've honestly missed the last couple of weeks, so I had to I had to do like three weeks of binge before watching this past week's episode. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's really like it's one of the few things where I'm like, like I have to watch this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I have to get caught up on this. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely part of the fun. I, I know Bobby F J Town did like a full weekend, just crammed <laughs> it in one weekend. <laughs> now he's all caught up. Like eight just months. Amazing. I know, it's like amazing. All right, well, uh, before we uh, kick on out here, let's let everybody know where they can find us. Garza, where can people locate yourself? Uh, you can find me at DWRevolution on Twitter, and you can find me at DWrestlingRevolution.com. Eamon? You can find me uh, on Twitter at Eamon, too, please, and you can also uh, find uh, the stuff I do in the world of professional wrestling at InspireProWrestling.com and Twitter at InspireProWrestling.com. Solid. All right, go check me out on Twitter at Mainstream Matt with one T. And uh, however you found us, there are many other ways for you to consume the Midweek War. We do four of these things every midweek, one for each wrestling show that airs on Wednesday night. So you break them all apart. You consume them as you want. If you don't give a crap about NXT, you don't listen to it. If you only want to listen to us talk about Impact, <laughs> you do that You're too. You're a sadist. <laughs> Go find us on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, wherever finer podcasts are sold, or uh, just go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. They'll get you hooked up so you never, ever miss an episode of... La Guerra de la Vita de la Semana! <laughs>